Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. I think that when the bishops of the Second Vatican Council were redesigning the lectionary, two-year cycle for daily readings, three-year cycle for Sunday readings. I don't think when they were redesigning the lectionary and the cycle of readings that they had in mind that the readings that they were going to give the church for the day immediately preceding Thanksgiving would be utterly appropriate um, as we all prepare to gather together with friends and family to celebrate Thanksgiving. They will seize and persecute you. Can you pass the mashed potatoes? Uh, (laughs) handed over by parents and brothers and sisters. Okay, he says this, it will lead to your giving testimony. What is the Greek word there? The Greek word there is martyrioi. It will lead to your giving martyrioi. That's where we get the word martyr. It will lead to your martyrdom. Right now, I know some of you are thinking, this is, you're right, Father. This is exactly the perfect reading before Thanksgiving. Thinking about your relatives who are coming. Oh gosh, yeah, okay. Or where you're headed to, doesn't matter. All right, so what are we to do today or tomorrow before we gather together with uh, family? You know, when you've got fallen away Catholic son, fallen away Catholic daughter, or in-laws and grandkids and cousins coming over, how are we, how are we to prepare ourselves for this as disciples? for hard topics that might arise, religious matters, political matters, cultural matters, moral matters, right? Let's talk about those midterms, past the gravy. Can you believe what the president is doing? What do you think about Pope Francis? What's the deal with all that? And I just wish the church was more open and inclusive and tolerant, blah, blah, blah. Don't even get me started about the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Can you pass the stuffing? You know, here we go. So what does Jesus say? What does Jesus say? He says, remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand. You're not to prepare your defense beforehand. For I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. First question, do you really believe this? Like this was my examination this morning, reading that line again. Like don't prepare your defense beforehand, Patrick. (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> right? like, I better read up on these things. I better study up on these things. I want to have my rebuttals ready. He says, don't do that. Do not prepare your defense beforehand. The Lord, the Holy Spirit, will give you a wisdom in speaking. And oftentimes, the wisdom in speaking is not speaking. All right, here's some points of advice I just want to offer from the Lord and from your priest. Jesus says it. First thing, though, is pray. And the prayer, come Holy Spirit, is so powerful. Come Holy Spirit. Come right now. Come with wisdom. Come with understanding. Come with courage. Come Holy Spirit right now. Make me annoyingly joyful, Holy Spirit. Or make me unflinchingly kind, Holy Spirit. Or make me peacefully silent, Holy Spirit. Just come right now. Come Holy Spirit. And if hard conversations do come up, Look for points of contact. Look for points of agreement. What can you affirm? Right? Find the common ground. Like what's beneath the issue that you can point to and say, I agree with you there. 
I agree with you there. Third point, smile, please. Uh, Pope Francis has said this, that, that so often Christian evangelizers look like people who've just come back from funerals with pickled faces. I like that when Pope Francis says stuff like that. We have to look joyful. We have to look the part. We have to look like that the gospel has actually affected us. Fourth point, remember that this person, that it's a person sitting in front of you whom God loves more than you can imagine. This is a person that God loves more than you can imagine. That next to the blessed sacrament, this person with their heretical ideas or insane political ideas or abhorrent moral ideas, this person, despite all those horrible ideas, is the second most holiest thing that could be presented to your senses next to the blessed sacrament. This is a person sitting in front of you whom God loves, who God wants to spend eternity with. So it's not about simply winning an argument, it's about winning persons. And secondly, this is a person with a complex story, a story with past and wounds and trauma that is filled with defense mechanisms, coping mechanisms, all sorts of things that are affecting what he or she is thinking and feeling. It doesn't mean what they're thinking and feeling is right. It just means that people aren't evil. Ideas can be evil. People aren't evil. All right, fifth point. Uh, Pray some more. Okay, go back to prayer. Sixth point. Be willing to play the long game with these people, with friends, with family members who who do not agree with what the church has to say about things. Be willing to play the long game, which is to say, like, people rarely convert because of a powerful argument or powerful syllogism. They convert because they've been consistently loved along the way. So play the long game of love. And good luck. (laughs) Amen.